right. So welcome to class number 10 of 12 in this series. Uh, so this tonight's class number 10 is actually the last movement practice. Um, the next two classes will be, um, so Tuesday's class will be a guided meditation laying down, doing some of the preparatory work, and then Thursday's class will be a seated meditation. I'm not sure that we will make it a full hour, but we're going to do... Um, we're going to do some breath work and, and then get ourselves into seated and then you can be there as long as you want. So for tonight, the theme is surrender. Uh, and this idea of surrender presupposes that there are divine forces at work in our lives. So whether we call it God or grace or universal energy, nature, um, whatever you know, um, whatever works for you. You know, this force is something bigger than us as individuals and that connects us all together as a whole. Kind of like a spider's web. And at every connecting point of every link on that spider web, we are one shiny little um, jewel in that web of all of life. So whatever we do, much like that, the analogy of Lake Superior, and we're all these floating cups of, of Lake Superior. Um, whatever we do to the water inside of our cup affects and ripples out to all of the other water that surrounds us. And so we are all innately connected. Surrender invites us to be active participants in our life, to be totally present in the moment um, and fluid, be in the flow. While appreciating the magnitude and the mystery of what we are participating in. Uh, ultimately, this guideline invites us to surrender our egos, open our hearts, and accept the higher purpose of our being here in this temporary experiment in human form. So for tonight, we'll check in uh, like we usually do. So finding a comfortable position on your back. If you're carrying extra tension in the low back, you could keep the knees bent or support them over a bolster. Um, sometimes when my back is especially tight, I like to do my practice with my legs over the couch or over an ottoman or over the coffee table. Gives a little bit um, more space in the low back. So as your body meets the mat tonight, Letting yourself draw inward. Letting go of everything from your external day. Anything left undone. Any to-do lists. Conversations that may have been happening before class. Just inviting yourself to be present and curious with what shows up for you in your body tonight. Without any expectation, a literal surrendering to this moment and any sensations that arise in any layers of the body. 
Noticing as you begin your check-in, what your present mood is, the state of mind, activity in the mind. And can you draw back from the train of thoughts? Just simply observe them coming in and, and going without getting attached to any one thought. With awareness of the body and how it's meeting your mat tonight, sensing into those places that feel the most connected or can sense the gravity most. That connection place at the back of the head. And giving it a gentle rock side to side and sensing into how big that surface area is of connection. Place the back of the head touches the floor and the places that rise away from the floor. That natural arch, the back of the neck, and where the, connect, the neck connects into the shoulders. Letting the face be soft, the shoulders heavy. Sensing into the shoulder blades, left to right side. Noticing how the arm bones flow out of the shoulder joints and whether each arm is held the same or different in space. And if your palms are facing the ceiling, you're contrasting and comparing the four knuckles on each hand. And are they making the same amount of contact left to right side? So the idea isn't necessarily to make them the same, but just to notice how the body holds itself in space. And the differences start to make us aware of our differences in holding patterns or tension patterns side to side in the body. Letting that awareness travel down from the shoulder blades along the length of the spine, following the natural curves of the back, the arch of the low back, and where the spine meets the sacrum in the back of the pelvis. Sensing into the weightedness of the pelvis. And where that upper leg bone connects into the hip joint. Letting that same noticing travel down both legs. Noticing the direction that the knees are pointed and the toes and feet. Just being curious about 
any differences in internal or external rotation in the legs. Knowing that if one leg is more externally rotated than the other, there's a tendency that you may be holding more tension in your right or in that side uh, hip joint in the rotators. So just seeing your entire body here at the beginning of practice connected in space, head to heels. And just like you did with the mind, noticing the physical body where your awareness is drawn, any sensations of tension or pain And if there is any tension or pain, can you let go of that area and connect to a place that feels ease-filled and free, but there is no pain? And as you're connected to this sensation or sensing in the physical body, Starting to pay attention to where the breath is moving the body. Without needing to change the breath or making it bigger or longer. Just noticing where you feel the movement of your inhale most. And if you're not already doing so, can you allow the mouth to stay closed? Letting this subtle and easy breath come in and out through the nostrils. Noticing any noise in the in the breath maybe you may be able to sense into which nostril has better airflow can you invite the breath to be as quiet and subtle as possible through the nostrils, noticing any places along either the inhale or the exhale that have any shakiness or jumpiness, or stickiness. And can you let that inhale and exhale be smooth? And as the breath slows, inviting it into the space beneath the navel, in between the belly button and the hip crests, letting the breath find that low and slow place in the body. 
the slower, smaller breath, almost like sipping of breath, signals our nervous system that we're safe. Allows us to switch into the ability to rest and relax, to digest, and for the immune system to heal ourselves. So both the breath and the movement of the respiratory diaphragm, massaging into the internal organs, dipping down towards the heels with the inhale, and tucking back up towards the heart with the exhale. Is calming the nervous system. And so on a day-to-day -day basis, when we are not actively engaging in exercise or responding to a call for action or engagement, this low and slow steady breath is optimum for our state of health. And the final piece of this subtle, subtle breath practice is connecting to the pause at the end of the exhale. First, starting to notice the pause exists. I'm getting curious about hanging out in that pause a little longer. Only so long that you don't have to reach or grasp for the next inhale. Staying connected to this low and slow belly breath through the nostrils. Slowly inviting yourself to bend both knees and place the feet flat on the mat. And we're gonna stay connected to the breath practice as we start to bring the body into some movement. So anytime that we are um, contracting the backline muscles of the body throughout practice tonight. We'll pair that with our inhale as much as possible. And anytime we're engaging the frontline muscles, the abdominals, the upper chest, um, we'll be pairing that frontline movement with the exhale. And then always getting curious about hanging out in that pause both in the breath and in the movement, so that we are continuously and consciously connecting 
mind, body, and breath throughout the practice. So as you start to drop, to take your next inhale, pairing that inhale with the tailbone being sent in towards the mat. Gently increasing that low back arch, starts to rise away from the floor. Exhale, softens you back to neutral, hanging out in the pause. And letting your body, mind, and breath find this pairing four more cycles at your own speed. The next time you find yourself in neutral, allowing yourself to pause there. And as we transition into the opposite direction of flatten, pairing that movement or that engagement of the lower abdominals with the exhale. So inhaling in neutral, and as you start to exhale, zipping up those lower abdominals from the pubic crest towards the sternum, engaging the frontline muscles with the exhale, and pressing that low back arch flat into the floor, hanging out in the pause of contraction, and then letting that next natural inhale Soften the spine back to neutral. next time you pass through neutral we're going to continue to pair the movement with the breath allowing yourself to come into a larger expression of arch and flatten so bringing in the arms and the legs and passing through each opposing direction so as you inhale and press the tail into the floor the knees can drift away from each other Arms can externally rotate away from the body so that that 
slow and subtle inhale blooms the front line of the body towards the ceiling. And as you exhale, it softens back through neutral. Hanging out in the pause. Finding your next inhale. And letting the exhale bring you in the opposite direction of flatten. Drawing in the abdominals, the knees squeeze gently towards each other and the arms internally rotate towards the body. Letting yourself float back and forth one or two times in each direction. Whenever you're complete with that, allowing the legs to extend, just checking in with a soma scan. Noticing if there's any changes in the length of that comfortable pause at the end of the exhale. When you're ready, we're going to transition over um, towards tabletop. So you could roll over and find yourself in child's for a moment or two. Whenever you need to take some time to come onto hands and knees. participate in practice tonight. Be the first time for me queuing this in a while. So finding a comfortable position so that the arms or the hands are directly below the shoulders. And if you need um, to take a break at any time, if the tension is too much on the wrists uh, or you need padding behind the knees or under the ankles or under the wrists, feel free to do so. But we are going to 
do our best to maintain a neutral spine so that you're always looking at the floor. The back of the head is a natural extension of the spine. And so just starting here in tabletop, starting to lift or lighten the pressure into the right hand. You don't have to lift it off the floor, but just send a little bit more body weight through the left hand and let that right hand pressure start to soften. Two or three times, just sensing how the body weight shifts in the shoulders as you press through the left and start to lift the right. Even noticing what happens through the sides of the body as that body weight shifts. And then you can actually start to pick up the right hand, letting the elbow bend just a little bit and starting to feel into the right shoulder blade drawing closer towards the spine by keeping the head and neck neutral. We're gonna actually let the elbow bend and the hand come up towards the face as if we were going into a traditional back lift. So the elbow is pointed towards the right side of the body. The hand and forearm are parallel with the floor. And two or three times, drawing the right shoulder blade back towards the spine and softening out of that. You can even let the arm come all the way down to the floor and just take a pause. And reground and then coming into that lift and right shoulder blade retraction. A couple of times. You might need to give your left, this is a lot higher load than doing back lift on, um, on our bellies. And just like we would do in back lift on the floor, you can turn the face to turn the head to face the right elbow so that you kind of you come into the lift of that right shoulder blade just like we would do in back lift supporting the head with the hand it's a little bit more core strength And then just coming back to tabletop, giving yourself a pause in child's. Letting the weight come out of those shoulders. Rotating the wrists, a little bit of movement back to them. And then coming back to tabletop. And even here in tabletop, take a pass or two through arch. Inhaling with arch, letting the belly come towards the floor. Gaze can come up straight ahead of you. 
exhaling through to neutral, taking pause, inhaling, and as you exhale, engaging the abdominal muscles, curling the tailbone towards the floor, letting the back arch up towards the ceiling. The gaze can fall between the knees. And letting yourself pass through those two directions one or two times at your own speed. Reconnecting to what feels like your neutral spine in between those two movements. Then starting to shift the body weight side to side through the knees. And starting to send a little bit more weight through the right knee and letting the left knee start to soften its pressure through the floor. You're just preparing to bring the left leg into the movement by starting to sense the changes as the body shifts weight through that right leg, right knee. And then letting the left leg extend. So you could keep the toes on the ground depending on how much load you want to bring into this tabletop version of back lift. So either just engaging the left glute or actually letting that left leg float up towards the ceiling. Feeling the leg muscles engage, the glute engage, and even some muscles in the lower back. And then letting that tuck back in. Take pause, maybe shift the body weight left to right knee. And then coming into that left leg extension one or two more times. Anytime you feel like you need to press back into child's, you can feel free to do so. When you're done with that leg exploration, giving yourself a bit of a press back and a break. Again, softening, bringing some rotation to the wrists. Pressing back up into tabletop. And so being mindful of your balance, we're gonna combine those two movements. So letting the elbow float up, forearm parallel to the floor, face looking towards the right elbow. And so, and then extending that left leg, and you can just float it a little bit off the floor or play with different versions of lift. Inhaling into that backline contraction, exhaling, softening, releasing the right shoulder, releasing the left leg. Taking as much pause as you need in between movements and finding that full diagonal backline contraction 
one or two more times between right shoulder blade and left leg extension. And when you're complete with those passes, letting yourself take pause in child's or even coming to seated on the knees for a few moments. Wherever you choose to take pause, just giving yourself a moment to scan again from head to tail. Noticing any differences behind each shoulder blade and down through the glutes and the legs. Even from this place here, pause and seated, you can inhale, do the tiniest of mini arch, exhaling and again connecting to that pause in the breath. Inhaling in neutral. And as you exhale, curling the tail towards the knees, Engaging the abdominals, feeling the exhale fully leave the body. Hang out in the pause and watch for the natural next inhale to soften the front body back to neutral. And when you're ready, we'll come back to tabletop. So sending a little bit more pressure through the right hand this time, letting the left hand lighten. Starting to draw back the left shoulder blade closer to the spine. One or two presses before allowing the hand to come off of the floor. Forearm parallel to the floor, face towards the left elbow. Coming back into the upper body retraction of the left shoulder blade. When you've taken a few passes of just the upper body portion of that back lift in tabletop, giving yourself a pause in either child's. Whatever position you need to take a break for the wrists.
finding yourself back in tabletop when you're ready. And starting to shift the body weight through the knees, sending more pressure through the left knee, preparing to send that right leg into extension. Noticing any differences in ability or smoothness coming into the lift or release of that right leg. Inhaling into the contraction, exhaling, softening back to tabletop. And letting the body find pause, taking a break, particularly through the wrists. This is also a practice in surrendering to a lot more load than we normally do in these classes. And even as we start to build a little bit of discomfort or heat in the body, can you notice and just be with yourself through this different version of load? And so when you find yourself back in tabletop, completing that pattern of tabletop backlift, between the left elbow shoulder blade and the right leg extension. It's going slow and as small as you need to maintain stability and a smooth release. So it can be the tiniest of movement then allowing that to grow to whatever load feels good for you tonight. And before we finish up this exploration, just giving yourself the slowest and smallest lift into each side of that pattern. And noticing which side feels more stable, more steady. Which side feels like it's easier to connect to that smooth release? Then letting yourself take pause. We are going to um, transition back onto our backs. So whatever you need uh, as far as movement or props to transition there. 
And so that when you are laying on your back, you have enough space that your arms can extend straight out from the shoulder sockets, like they are in a T. Before we go there into washcloth, just letting yourself connect to some stillness. Noticing any places in the body and the muscles that feel warm. They've just done some work. Reconnecting to that low and slow, subtle nostril breathing. Sensing into the muscles behind the shoulder blades, along the spine, the side body, and down through the glutes and legs. We're going to bring the knees bent again, feet flat on the mat, but feet a little bit closer together, almost touching, or at least as close as they can be while you still feel stable and steady through the back of the pelvis. So with arms extended out from the body, palms facing the ceiling, Letting the knees start to drift towards the left side of the body. The upper body stays quiet. Even though just keeping that knee tilt really slow and small to begin with. Noticing when the right glute starts to peel away from the floor. Coming back to center. And staying in that direction of knees headed towards the left, for two or three more passes. Only going so far that it feels easy in the right side body. Not forcing a stretch. where you can stay connected to that subtle nostril breath. And the next time you find yourself in neutral, pausing there, and we're gonna coordinate the head movement with the knees. 
So as the knees drift towards the left, the nose is gonna drift towards the right. And as the nose goes towards the right, the right palm is gonna face so that the thumb starts to go towards the heels. The left hand thumb will be facing above your head. And as you transition back to center, the nose will follow the knees back towards the ceiling. So as the head drifts towards the right, that right arm rotates towards the heels. And coming back to center. Letting yourself pause. The next time, knees and nose find center. Again, inviting stillness in the upper body. And starting to let the knees head towards the right side of the body. And what is the same or different on the left side of the body? the range or mobility or stability feel the same or different on this side. And from here, center. The next time the knees start to drift towards the right, the nose heads towards the left. So when you're ready, the next time you connect nose and knees in neutral, starting to let the body pendiculate or transition back and forth between the two directions. So the nose is always headed in the opposite direction of the knees. And we're gonna start adding in 
the rotation of the arm bones in the shoulder sockets. So that whichever way the nose is pointed, you're pointed towards the hand with the thumb pointed overhead. And then as you switch the head in the other direction, that thumb dips towards the feet and the hand that the nose is headed towards rotates thumb pointed overhead. Just letting the arms rotate in the shoulder sockets, alternating the pattern as knees head in the opposite direction of the nose. You're wringing out the entire length of the side body. When you find yourself approaching the next center, letting yourself take pause there, bringing the feet about hip distance apart, and sending equal pressure down through the bottoms of both feet. And bring some stability to the back of the pelvis. Enough pressure to start to feel the muscles of the upper legs engage. And letting yourself have four or five passes, varying pressure to whatever height of lift feels good in the back of the pelvis. Coming into a little mini bridge. Not important how high, but how slowly can you release through the vertebrae, the spine, the pelvis back into contact with the floor. And even being curious about pairing that breath with the movement. Inhaling, pressing up into mini bridge. Letting the exhale soften you through, release. And hanging out in that pause in the breath and the movement.
inviting yourself to surrender to that moment of the pause. Trusting that that natural next inhale will always come. And then letting yourself find whatever you need for relaxation. Blanket, bolster, Letting yourself find a comfortable place for stillness. And reflecting back now, many changes or shifts since the beginning of practice. as you connect to the quality of mind, the ease in the breath, any sensations in the body. Noticing that as we slow one, the others follow suit. And so as much as we can all relate and realize that our emotions, our stress, our environment can affect our breath so that when we're experiencing grief or anger or even moments of great happiness and joy, we know that those emotions affect our breath. So conversely, when we have conscious control of our breath, we can alter the state of our mind, control the degree to which our emotions affect us, and also bring calm to our nervous systems. So bringing awareness to these three very interconnected aspects of ourselves, body, breath, and mind start to grow in awareness and ability 
to self-regulate ourselves, to find mastery over ourselves and our body systems, to be self-responsible, and to really be empowered knowing that we always have the tool of breath to bring ourselves back to balance, or to ride that wave of flow, to surrender to life moment to moment. So the invitation for the next couple of days is to take times throughout the day where you can connect to this breath. To notice when you are in the midst of big emotions or big activity or movement. Can you connect to this low and slow, subtle nostril breath? And can you use it to bring yourself back to center? Knowing that contentment and health is really the ability to flow between both. We need the ability to respond, to react, to move, to engage. And we also need to have the ability to come back, to calm, to be able to sleep and relax and connect. So we have that tool within us. And when we can connect to our breath, when we can be aware and show up with curiosity for what goes on in our bodies. We grow in freedom. We grow in our choice to respond versus react. We have choice. And that choice comes with awareness. So taking a moment here to pause, to surrender to this moment, and to invite a sense of gratitude and appreciation for yourself, for the intentional taking of time to connect inward, for the body that carries you, for the breath that teaches you, for all the aspects of us. And for the awe and wonder and curiosity, for the gift of being able to play in this life. Surrender to that pause.